the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. This week we have a number of Dynamite titles that are sold out from both ourselves and our distributor, but will continue to be available as variant covers. These are in addition to the variant cover available for Army of Darkness number 13, which continues to make waves in comic shops, message boards, and all of fandom. If you haven't checked it out, what are you waiting for? I have a new review further down in the podcast. Now, for any fans picking up any of these or any other Dynamite comics, as always, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and let us know what you think. First up this week, in no particular order, Battlestar Galactica, Zarek number 1, Stefan Sedgwick variant cover. Revealing content from Zarek's own novel, The Revolution Within, issue number 1 tells the untold origin of Tom Zarek and the Sagittarian colony. Our four-issue series shows Tom's beginnings as he grows up in a loving home amidst a slave state and alongside a Cylon workforce, all in the shadow of the first Cylon War. It's through these humble and tragic beginnings that he becomes the man we see in Battlestar Galactica today, and this is where you'll find out all about him. Now, last Friday, Zarek writer Brandon Jerwa was joined by Tom Zarek himself, Richard Hatch, for a special chat on SciFi.com. You can take a look at the Q&A over in the Battlestar forum at the SciFi.com message boards. And that chat caught the eye of the all-new All the Rage at Silver Bullet Comics this past weekend with writer Steve Saunders praising Zarek number 1, saying, Since we're talking about Mr. Jerwa, don't forget to pick up his latest BSG Comics offering. Zarek, be warned. Zarek will pull you in and won't let you go. It'll leave you yearning for number 2, just like it did me. I'm pining for it right now. Bravo, Brandon. Brilliant work. More praise for Zarek is coming in, this time from Jerome Maida at philly.com saying whether or not you watch Battlestar Galactica you should enjoy this series the writing of Brandon Jerwa and the stunning artwork by Adriano Batista combined to make Zarek a great read also the Best Shots crew got a hold of Zarek number one over at Newsarama and said this is a sharp-minded account of what can shape one into a terrorist and how said terrorist sees the justifications in their own actions obviously it's a topical story and writer Brandon Jerwa does it justice the art by Adriano Batista is strong, particularly the war-torn bottom panel on the first page. A must for fans. Now, I will say that Zarek number one did ship a little late, but we have number four all wrapped up. We are putting the finishing touches on number two and sending it off to press. Number three will, sh will follow shortly, and then, of course, number four, which will conclude the series. Also, this week, a Battlestar Galactica number four EBAS variant cover. Each and every month, Dynamite Entertainment is your only source for the all-new adventures of the crew of the Battlestar Galactica. Have you come on board yet? In this issue, number four, all of your questions are answered about the fate of the Returners and the status of the infected Galactica crew. Plus, see Commander Adama in action as you've never seen him before. All this plus the setup for our next big story arc as the unseen adventures of the Galactica continue from Dynamite Entertainment. ComicAddiction.com praised new Battlestar Galactica number four, saying... Battlestar Galactica is a great sci-fi series, probably the best that's being published in today's market. Pock and Rayner have done a great job creating a series that allows new readers to know what's going on without anything about the television series. And of course, we're all very excited about the return of the television series to the sci-fi channel in a few short weeks. Also this week, the Highlander number 2 Camo variant cover. Dynamite has done it again. The Highlander has returned. Writers Michael Avon Oming and Brandon Jerwa are joined by the incomparable Lee Motor as they tell a tale pitting the immortal Highlander, Connor McLeod, against the dread Kurgan in post-war Berlin. 
Issue number two reveals more about the plans the Kurgan made with the USSR in the past. Well, in the present day, Connor and his friends race to destroy the legacy the Kurgan has created. And I will mention that issue number three and four of Highlander are done and being ready for press. Issue number five, special fill-in with artist Kevin Sharp, is done and ready for press. Issue six and beyond are being worked on uh, currently by new artist Fabio Laguna, who will be drawing the book at least up through issue number eight, while Lee Motor prepares to return to Painkiller Jane. More on that in the weeks to come. Also this week, Lone Ranger number three, John Cassidy variant cover. The year one origin of the Lone Ranger continues from creators Brett Matthews, John Cassidy, Sergio Cariello, and, and colorist Dean White, and of course letterer Simon Boland. After the events of the first two issues, John Reed has struck out on his own to find the man responsible for the deaths of his fellow rangers and kill him. Will Tonto's reappearance continue or end their uneasy alliance? The best of 2006 lists continue to come in, and here's the latest from the comicfanatic.com, which awards our Lone Ranger most surprising of 2006, saying, Writer Brett Matthews and artist Sergio Cariello deliver a new and, dare I say it, improved Lone Ranger that can best be described as ultimate Lone Ranger. This is a Lone Ranger for us longtime fans, and also a Lone Ranger primed for new readers to saddle up and enjoy the ride. Hi-ho, silver, indeed. And the Best Shots crew over at Newsarama continue to love our Lone Ranger series, in a manly way, of course, saying, The bond between the Ranger and Tonto grows a bit. We guys do like to fight among ourselves, don't we? And a beloved part of the mythos makes a debut. This is good work, grounded in the realistic Western revisionism of recent years. Doesn't stop there. Over at ComicAddiction.com, they take a look at the Ranger, saying, If you are expecting the somewhat campy, sanitized version of the Lone Ranger from the old TV shows, you will be surprised by the extremely dark and gritty tone of this book. This story is told much more in the vein of Clint Eastwood than Roy Rogers. The Ranger's world is violent, and the villains he will be coming up against are cruel and sadistic. If you are a fan of the new Jonah Hex, you definitely don't want to miss what Dynamite is doing with the Lone Ranger. And over at the Comic Coverage blog, they awarded the Lone Ranger the number five spot in their Top 5 of 06 awards, saying... With the broad outline of the Ranger's origin so widely known, it's interesting to take some detours along the way by providing new details that work to the same end. Many thanks to writer Brett Matthews, artist Sergio Cariello, and cover artist John Cassidy for using the very best aspects of modern storytelling to revive an old favorite. Also this week, Red Sonja number 17, the Jim Ballant variant cover. The penultimate issue of Red Sonja's most ambitious story arc is here as we head towards the climactic finale of The Return of Kulan Goth. Sonia and her band of friends, warriors, and old gods battle against the Barat Nafore and his evil hordes as Kulangoth awaits the outcome. And the fate of the whole world hangs in the balance. Written, of course, by Michael Avon Oming, with art by Mel Ruby and Stephen Sadowski. Best Shots over at Newsarama took a look at Red Sonia number 17, saying, Speaking of big revelations, Kulangoth administers a few bombshells onto our titular bombshell as this epic arc hurdles towards its conclusion. This issue poses quite a few questions about Sonya's origin and once again makes it note that it's a bad, bad idea to hang around with her. Seriously, look at her track record. She goes through more co-adventurers than Spinal Tap goes through drummers. Nice reference, guys. Thanks. And speaking of Red Sonya, uh, over at Newsarama this week, you can find the Comic Shop News article about Savage Tales in which Red Sonya will be appearing and, of course, featuring a gorgeous cover, the first of many featuring the She-Devil by Arthur Saddam. And, of course, 
we also have over at Newsarama uh, writer Rick Remender in his weekly column is talking about some artists that he's working with and he mentions a young man by the name of Paul Renaud who will be doing a one-shot with Rick Remender actually it's a completed one-shot uh, being colored right now being listed for early spring delivery and you can take a look at the cover which I posted over there and again that's over at newsarama.com in Rick Remender's weekly column. Now all of the titles that I just mentioned joined the buzz book of the new year Army of Darkness 13 which was recently reviewed at Newsarama uh, or the Best Shots crew and they said it all leads up to that killer final page which promises nothing but over-the-top fun. Blanco does a strong job on art and Kohorik manages to make what amounts to a truckload of exposition into a fairly thrilling read. We already know that Ash is supposed to be smoked, so the longer that that explanation entertainingly plays out, the more the tension builds. At this point, if you're a fan of the films but haven't read the series, you should definitely give it a whirl. Further down, I'll be talking about a couple of the trades. This is over at the Best Shots Reviews. Start there and work your way up. Hail to the king, baby. And, of course, the trades are a great place to start. Most all of the Army of Darkness series is in trade or soon to be collected in trade. You can find all that information over at dynamiteentertainment.com or ask your local retailer for copies. And while we may not have an extra alternate cover for Darkman vs. Army of Darkness number 2, which recently shipped, it still got a look from the Best Shots crew, and they said, The intermingling of two Raimi properties continues as Dr. Westlake gets to put his powers to ingenious use and Ash gets to be abrasive. Although they've chosen to introduce Darkman as part and parcel of the AOD universe, I could definitely see the character working in his own book, especially if Busick would consent to write him full-time. Now, while we'd love to have Kurt on board for the Darkman series that we're preparing, I'm pretty sure that his contract with DC wouldn't allow that. And, of course, we did introduce Darkman out of AOD because we felt that the two Sam Raimi properties uh, as, as the films would work well together and of course Critical Reaction has agreed. We are preparing a Darkman series. I just read a pitch yesterday from a writer and we will have more word on that in the weeks to come. Alright, it was a pretty full week in terms of reviews and praise and before we go let's do a dynamite tease of the week and actually uh, writer Brandon Jerwat did it for us because last week in his chat at sci-fi.com he let slip that he's working on more BSG in the form of a Pegasus one-shot but what he didn't mention that he's also part of our Battlestar Galactica free comic book day plans and the series that will launch out of our new BSG free comic book day number zero more details on that in the weeks to come and that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.